Merry Christmas, everyone. This is the Christmas special of G.I. Joburg. Hello. Hello, Hello, Rob. Merry Christmas, Robbie. Sorry about that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if uh, you hear some weird acoustical phenomena, it's because this is a raw, uncut, unedited episode of G.I. Joburg. And we are recording on the 25th of December. I uh, just want to give a nice holiday shout out to all our listeners and tell you guys to have a blessed Christmas and a very happy new year and safe over the vacation. All that good stuff that we should have said weeks ago, but uh, better late than never, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to speak to my two best friends in the world. Hello, Rob. Hello, Paul. How was your Christmas? Um, yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I figured it out. <laughs> what did you figure out, Robbie? <laughs> I put the cables into the wrong holes in the computer, so I was like, I can't hear you guys. But yeah, because I was trying to hear you with the microphone and speak to you. <laughs> well, you're coming, often. you're coming in loud and clear now, and hopefully we are too. So uh, yeah, without further ado, I just want to wish the both of you Merry Christmas. And Aww. Paul, if you can um, just jump off the line for a second... Uh, and put down your Chinese food. Uh, there's something I'd like you to have, but it's hidden in your room, your other room. What other room? <laughs> Very funny. Uh, you mean the one that Michelle now occupies. Okay, well, here's a hint. Hmm? In the back left corner behind your Phantom X-19 box. Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> and that's a hint. I mean, that's, that's real cryptic. Hold on. I hope you can find that. Um, while he's away listeners uh, uh, if you're tuning in to talk about or to hear about G.I. Joe um, you've come to the right place I got a few Joes this Christmas what would would, would a Christmas be without a few new Joes or a few old Joes as the case actually is I got my hands on the 1983 gung-ho figure that I've never had and never had any desire to have until I saw him going really cheap in eBay and it's (laughs) It's a fantastic uh, uh, version of this figure. I mean, it is the canonic, iconic version with his kind of aqua green pants and matching uh, cut-off sleeve jacket. (laughs) But it's a cool figure. And what passes for a very simple figure on first blush, once you've got him in hand, you notice the, the, the lengths that they went in terms of sculpting in good old 1983. For instance, the 45 in his holster... That's probably the best sculpted 45 the line has ever seen. It's got very squared off edges and it looks like the pistol grip of a 45. There is a plausible Colt 45 in this man's holster. And the grenades sculpted on his left uh, thigh is also just pure vanilla. The fact that they actually have a ridge for the casing and you know the grenade portion, uh, it's just too cool. His accessories are great. I'm surprised his backpack never saw reuse. It is a bit basic, but it's nice and bulky and big. And yeah, man, it's a good piece. How long has this been in my room? (laughs) Paul's back. It's been in your room since I left. And that was in July. Are you shitting me? It's been in your room since... No, no, no. Actually, I I was in your house in October, buddy, for your 30th. Yeah, really? Can I it out? Yeah, no, I, I knew that uh, it wouldn't be discovered <laughs> until Christmas Day. 
I was like, I was gonna like um, move stuff around, and we've been building a shelf, and I was like, okay, I've been putting off moving stuff because I'm like hoping for a shelf, and yeah, uh, you know, so I obviously didn't see it till then, and I'm like, oh my word, this is so cool. Well, in this case, your procrastination worked in my favor. <laughs> Steven knows you too well, Paul. He knows you too well. So this is so badass. What did Santa Claus bring you, young man? <laughs> cool. I got a. Um, what is it called? It's a tiger paw. Correct. It's a tiger paw. I got a tiger paw, and then I got a uh, a tiger paw's roadblock. Yeah, sweet. And he's cool, man. Hmm. Yeah, can't go wrong with the tiger stripe helmet. <laughs> no, it's sexy, man. <laughs> That's what makes him part of the tiger force. He has to have something stripey on him. And he's got tiger pants, man. He's rocking. He's disco, man. He's so cool. So, you are one tiger fly, tiger rat, and tiger fish away from the complete set. My word. Steve, thank you very much, dude. Like, to the listeners out there, Steve officially made my Christmas. Yeah, man. What's Christmas without some G.I. Joe? And, yeah. on that, and on that note, Robbie, did Santa Claus bring you anything fun? Indeed. Um, Such I got a, a leading question. Anyway. <laughs> I got an awesome Quinn figure. He's the coolest um a modern quinn he comes with tons of cool stuff like almost too much stuff <laughs> like i don't know where to put it all <laughs> no way he comes can... with a backpack. yeah even with the backpack there's no way you can carry this gigantic like whale harpoon thing. <laughs> <laughs> so quinn that's the first guy up well, he's, he's got awesome. fashion fashion options you know definitely when, when he, before he's leaving the house he can be like um do I want the whale harpoon or do I want the hunting knife? Uh, maybe I'll take a sniper rifle. Decision, decision. <laughs> or a shotgun. My goodness. And then second up is a modern day... Uh, what's, what's he called again? A oh, Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> that one. From the uh, retaliation line. The one that comes with two heads. It's brilliant. And the fact that his head is shiny is so cool. Mm. And you take off his, his little helmet and his entire head is shiny. The yes. only <laughs> the only uncool thing about him, which I think is supposed to be uncool, is the uh, the, the fang. <laughs> it's awful. Like, it doesn't spin very far when you push the little thing in. I wasn't yeah. expecting it to be cool, but it, it's, it's awful. It's like... It's not, it has not surpassed your low expectations. Definitely. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's not a winner, and uh, yeah. Which is a pity, because they've got such nice design elements to it. But functionally, yeah. it really does just find its way into the BFG pile. Yeah. It'll make friends with the, the rocket launches and spring-loaded missile crap. <laughs> and suction cups and repelling gear. But probably the coolest thing I received was a gigantic white vehicle called the Avalanche. Vintage G.I. Joe for the win! <laughs> Voltage all the way. Awesome. <laughs> well, that, Robbie, is from Paul and I. Well, thank you guys. It is. It it's didn't incredible. come from Santa. Oh dear. We are. Oh, you ruined my my life now. Santa destroying the mist. Shit, the person that spawned mine did. I mean, mine had spider webs on everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing. It, it it's it's got a nice heft to it. The little mechanism. I mean, not really a mechanism, but like taking the craft out is quite easy. And when you put it in, it kind of stays in nicely too. And all the little missile firing bits, they lift up and they do their thing. And even like the disc firer is pretty decent. And it can, you know, can flip those things off at a good rate, which is amazing. Probably the only, I mean, it's not really a disappointment, but I mean, he doesn't come with his mic. 
Ah, yes. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, when I looked through eBay initially after we did our uh, sort of Cobra vs. Joe episode, I, I realized that, yeah, getting that mic is an exceptionally difficult thing. I was finding auctions with uh, the figure only and then having to reunite that with the vehicle I didn't want to be getting from two different sellers. Look, basically, sure, the mic is is what kind of completes the set. Definitely. But when all said and done, I could it's stick a little awesome piece vehicle. of wire in there and yeah, that would look that like before. an adequate mic. Anyway, with, um, with Scoop. Scoop has that little solution. I am very grateful for this podcast for a number of reasons, but not least of which for the fact that it tells me exactly what you get, you guys, for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knew that you would have expressed an interest in the Avalanche? I mean, it's a fun tank, but a light had never been shone on it before, I think it was episode 26, <laughs> I think. 26. 20 recently. Listeners, you can correct us in the comments. Mm. Yeah, all of those abundant comments. Our our listeners are are silent but violent, it seems. (laughs) They're G.I. Joe fans, of course they're violent. (laughs) It's so cool. I mean, even like the cool mechanism where like the gun turns up and it's it's so well designed, it's got cool details, it's it's so cool. Vintage for the win. And like most G.I. Joe's, he's killed four Cobra. Nice. Yeah. all, almost all G.I. Joe vehicles that have a count on them seem to have killed four Cobra. It's like the average. It normally be three or, yeah, three Joe's. I've been meaning to uh, comment on Form BX257's Cobra Wolf review uh, because he didn't address the fact that it has four Snowcat kills notched up on its side. Hmm. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Something that we, we've made mention of on this podcast. Uh, he gives a very, very comprehensive review, and he just leaves out that one element. And I thought to myself, hmm, come on, FormBX. Are you giving me an opportunity to show you up? I don't, also, I don't know if um, what's on your mind is taking cues from us, but they've done a G.I. Joe Retaliation, the movie commentary episode. Oh, very oh. interesting. Hmm. I think definitely they listen to our podcast. Well, considering we were on their podcast quite a while ago, you know they do yeah. know we exist. They probably listen to us. It makes me happy. <laughs> All right, gents. Well, we're uh, sitting around the 13-minute mark now. What did Steve get? No, I'm lying. We're not at the 13-minute mark. <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, okay, well, I'll bend your ears, listeners, and Rob and Paul for just a little bit longer. Uh, I was telling Rob uh, about the, the swag that I got this Christmas. I just got three uh, figures and one duplicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and one non-Joe figure, which I'll mention very quickly, but it's the Red Skull figure from the Avengers Assemble line. Oh, he's cool. He's amazing. Nice. What a winner. He's got a sculpted plastic like flexible jacket which sits nicely on his shoulders looks very nazi officer-esque his face sculpt is outrageous i mean it's just sublime it's the perfect (laughs) red skull and he's got this cool hydra um officer hat perched on top and he's molded in you know the plastic the shiny black plastic to give him that leatherette look yeah man he's he's a winner and he's a figure that i've always needed in order to complete something that I've wanted to complete for some time now, I've had a Marvel board game where it has the Fantastic Four 
and their arch nemesis Doctor Doom. And it's got the X-Men and their arch nemesis uh, Magneto. It's got uh, the Avengers and Red Skull is their arch nemesis. And then it's got the Marvel Knights uh, and their arch nemesis is the Kingpin. So I am one Kingpin figure away from completing action figure renditions of the board game's playing pieces. (laughs) If you can follow me. I I mean, I'm following you. Each each superhero sub team has four members. Obviously, the Fantastic Four. It's a no-brainer. The X-Men. It's Cyclops, Wolverine, Jean, and Storm. The Avengers are the classics like uh, Cap, Iron Man, Hulk, and Thor. And the Marvel Knights are Stephen Strange, Spider-Man, Elektra, and Daredevil. So huh. I've got action figures of all of these characters now, save for the Kingpin. So anybody want to find me a Wilson Fisk? I don't know if it exists in the current Hasbro Marvel superhero lines, but as soon as it does, bye 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 bye. Wish wish list. <laughs> um, and Joe Wise, oh beautiful. I got 1983's Gung Ho. I've already started uh, discussing him, and I won't really say any more other than the fact that I'm very happy to have him, and he'll be doing my action figure therapy uh, sessions very soon. <laughs> If you, don't know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, check YouTube for AFT or Action Figure Therapy. Every G.I. Joe fan needs to see this stuff. I got uh, Footloose, who is one of the planar figures from 1985, but just further entrenches the fact that 85 was stellar. I mean, essentially a replacement for <laughs> pick up the Sunday shoes, back, get back, come on, come on. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Been working so hard. I'm punching my card. Eight hours for what? Okay, that's enough singing from me. Um, Footloose, very basic. Um, less basic than the figure he replaces, which is Grunt. And probably one of the most um, existential, fascinating file cards ever written by Mr. Harmer. I love this character, even though he is so obscure. By virtue of his file card. It's like he's the everyman Joe. He just was, his decision to join an elite fighting team was an arbitrary one. He's like, my life is pointless. I'm going to join the army. At least that'll give me a purpose. And I think that speaks, speaks to me personally, who I've never had a purpose. I've never had a goal. I've never had anything, uh, any major aspirations other than just to live my life. So a guy like Footloose, he's, he's a very realistic human being to find himself into such an elite fighting group i imagine that the odds were against him he must also be an overachiever uh, masked under the veneer of a hippie but uh he's he's awesome great figure very basic but as i say further entrenches 85 is like a year where they just rip the roof off on detail and production value and it astounds me that something like his helmet and his backpack are so generic yet they've never been reused for another figure, or at least not that I know of. I mean, it's unheard of to have that kind of practice today. It's like, if you've got a generic backpack, chances are it's going to find its way into a lot of generic sets. Like any green military dude will have the same backpack as the green military dude who came before him. But in 85, (laughs) you had a new green military dude. He got completely new sculpted vehicles, I mean, (laughs) equipment. Yeah. Terrific. Terrific. Lastly, I got Clutch. Swivel arm Clutch. Woo! Yeah, it was a spiritual experience. Putting the original Clutch 
into my vamp for the first time. Wow. I have had a vamp all my life and never had a clutch to drive it. I remember when I put my clutch into a vamp the first time. You don't forget <laughs> things like that. Was it spiritual, man? It was, actually. Did the earth move? It, it did a little. For the, cl- I, I, for, for the clutch and the vamp? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you, you, you had it going on, buddy, from day one. Not half as exciting as yours, though, because mine was a modern clutch and a modern vamp, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, Stephen likes the, the older clutches and vamps, you know. He likes having crazy moments with older things. Well, you know, what they, what they lack in youthful exuberance, they make up for in experience. <laughs> okay, that's, that, that is about all the innuendo I'm comfortable with on December 25th. Gentlemen, <laughs> it's been our Christmas special. And as I was saying at the beginning of the episode, to all our listeners out there, I hope you have a fantastic holiday season. I hope you've had a Merry Christmas and uh, everything the best for 2014. Definitely. 2014 yeah. is going to be our year. I just know it. The podcast is going to go cool places. Our video channel is going to go cool places. Uh, we could, if this is so cool, I'm so glad we're we're doing this, and I'm so glad we have people that hopefully are interested in hearing us. And I think I think it shows, you know, in the yeah, stats like, and stuff. Yeah, like um, we've seen some cool stuff on the YouTube channel, especially from fans and from new fans, and that's been really inspirational. It's been helping. It's been giving us a lot of really positive energy for the show, and. Uh, yeah, I'm having a Merry Christmas. I've got a tiger paw and a and a God. I can't believe I just forgot his name. Now I would nearly call him Barrett. What the hell is wrong with me? Road. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. And this has been the Christmas special episode of GI Joeberg. Yo Joe. Yo Joe. Right. Uh...